Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And songs with love in the title for Valentine's Day here on Extra Time on SENZ. Uh, we'll find out how they do it in Australia. Uh, Nick uh, joins us. Nick Briley, uh, big West Tigers fan, mate. Uh, did, how, did, how have you handled uh, your Valentine's Day, mate? Are you in the dog box or are you in the good books? Uh, we should be in the good books, mate, I think. Um, we just had a lovely dinner. Um, well, me and my wife have both been at work today. So, look, the easiest thing and big tip for everyone who's listening don't go out on Valentine's Day night. Who wants to be going out on a Tuesday? Save it for the Saturday night after. You've got all the time in the world. You're not exhausted. I, I reckon that's the way to go. That's probably what me and my wife will do. We'll go for a nice breakfast on the weekend. Oh, look at that. A man with wisdom. Wisdom and experience. That's what that is. <laughs> uh, Nick, uh, listen, mate, thanks very much for coming on on, on uh, Valentine's uh, night. Hopefully you're not sleeping on the couch as a result. But uh, let, let's, 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 let's talk about your one true love, the Tigers. Um now, uh, first up, before we go into who you've gained, who you've lost, uh, what have you? What are you made of the coaching setup with Tim Sheen's back for a year or two, with Benji uh, and Robbie Farah as understudies, who then take over what twenty four, twenty five, whenever that is. Are you sold on this as a West Tigers fan, um, Ricardo? In terms of coaches, us West Tigers fans, and look players and, and sponsors, they've been through the ringer in terms of coaches for, for the last however many years. I think we've had something ridiculous like it was like seven coaches in, you know, eight or nine years or something like that. So it's a revolving door and, and nothing's worked, right? So um, when when Madge got the sack, and I'm happy to talk about that too, but um, which was a potential big shame, uh, look, it's almost like the Tigers are kind of like, well, um, we're a struggling cub. We're probably going to struggle to get a good, really good coach, and they did, and uh, Cameron Sorraldo. Um, but you know we can't really attract really good players at the moment, so it's like, all right, well, scrap scrap the drawing board and just go with okay, who just loves the club? Who loves the club? Like that's and that's really all it came down to. Sheenzy would he was already there, um, and Benji and Robbie, you couldn't find two blokes that love the club more. So it's like. I'd like to think that it's a masterstroke, Ricardo, and it's going to work for us in 2023 and beyond, but 
Um, part of me also goes, are we just at the bottom of the barrel where we'll take uh, anything and we'll just give it a shot? Because mm. we've been in 12 years of misery and we're just we're just going to try anything. Well, that, that's interesting you say that because I went through, looked at who you'd picked up uh, and who you'd let go, and it mm. feels like it's certainly tipped in your favour uh, in, in terms of gains. I mean, Isaiah Papali'i, great player. I'm an Eels fan, didn't want to lose him. David Clemmer, uh, big body, he can do a job. Can he do it consistently? But probably jury's out. Mm-hmm. Uppy Corusau, superstar. John Bateman, second time around the NRLs. He got enough left. We'll see. Charlie Staines, great mm-hmm. signing. Will Smith, a good backup hooker, can play half. Uh, can be a, a good number fourteen for you. I look at that mm-hmm. versus losing Luke Garner, Tyrone Peachy, James Tamo, and Jackson Hastings. I think you've come out on top. Uh, we've certainly come out on top. Um, it's, I mean. Every fan from last year who watched us consistently would say that Jackson Hastings is probably a huge loss uh, for us, um, and I tend to agree with that. Luke Garner, again, he's a young guy, great, lots of potential, but when you weigh up what those two guys uh, gave us versus the return of what we could get potentially from these signings, um, I'm, I'm pretty. This has probably been our best off-season for signings in some time. And look, if we're talking about Tim Sheens, I think he's probably. He's a good recruiter, and I think he's largely a part of why we've come out so good on that. In terms of where you think um, you're weak, then, uh, you need a little bit of a look. I mean, I, I'm surprised that Luke Brooks is still there. Uh, and, and for me, that I, I'm not, I've never been convinced by him at West, and I know that there have been a lot of rumours about Madge didn't want him, but there were other people that did and, and things like that. But this is his last season at the Tigers, as far as we're aware, right? Um, so where are you on that, and where do you think you need strengthening still? Hang on, who did you say? You said Luke Brooks? Yeah. Uh, look, um, look. I've heard different things. Um, you know, I know a few people who know people within the club. There's a good chance that he will stay, um, particularly, you know, as an Eels fan, you've probably heard of the uh, advent of Mitchell Moses potentially coming. Mm. And I've heard different things about maybe, you know, there might be a clause in Mitchell's contract that Luke stays. I actually think that Luke might stay, but... I, there, there's fewer men that I feel sorry for in this world than Luke Brooks. That poor man, every loss that we have, uh, you know, every dumb season that we have, you know, we end up at the bottom of the table. It always comes back to, oh, Luke Brooks this and Luke Brooks that. I don't think um, he's had all the opportunities in terms of coaching. I don't think that he's been uh, supported that well. I think the media hates him. And you know what? I, I feel for him because he's copping it left, right and centre. And it's almost like he's he's the fall guy for all the failures of the club. I actually think he's a half-decent player. And if you go back and watch his debut back in, I think, 2013, it was a sensational game. It was one of, probably one of the best games he's played. And if he's playing like that at that age with that potential, I feel like we may have even done a disservice. And to be honest with you, I think it would be great to have him as a West Tiger for life. But you also feel sorry from the extent of you set him free. You know, do you love him that much that you set him free to go and find joy somewhere else and, for God's sake, play some finals footy? Um, so, look, I'd like to keep him, but this year will be very, very telling for him. I think with Shanzi coming back, I think he'll give him a real good opportunity. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I'm not really that keen to get rid of Brooksy at the moment because okay. we are so light on halves. Yeah, well, uh, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's not so much that I've ever doubted his ability with the ball. It's 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 more 
um, I guess, probably attitude and application at times. And, and those are some of the things that I've, yeah. I've, I've heard, you know, from people um, over over your way saying, you know, that you know that Madge, Madge had issues with his with his attitude off the field and and things like that, uh, and and wanted to push him out. But obviously, you know, there are other people at the club higher up that wanted to keep him. So, yeah, it was just interesting to get your take on that. Yeah, I think. Look, I, I've heard that Madge and Brooks didn't really get along. Um, you know, hence the putting Hastings in at seven and, and shifting Brooks over to five eight, which is kind of a masterstroke. We beat Parramatta and Rabbitohs in consecutive weeks. It's kind of worked. But um, look, I, I think he, he's a much maligned figure at the club. So I'm hoping, you know, with Madge going, Shamesy might sort of. He's an attacking player. He's really good at defence. He can make a tackle, but he's an attacking player. And I think this. Seems he's apparently going for a real offensive style of play this year. I think it's really going to suit him. And with uh, Appy Coruscant up there as well, that's going to be great. And I think the plan was to have Isaiah uh, Papaliti coming off Brooks to be the next man. So I think there's a lot there's a lot that he could do this year. And I really hope they pull it together for him. Yeah, I mean it's um, it, it's an exciting looking spine that uh, that you've got together now that Appy Coruscant is there, isn't it? I mean, and yeah. you, you, you know you still got Adam Dewey kicking around as well. So I mean, um, you know he's he's not the worst player. He can play in the in the five eight three. He can play at, at fullback. I mean, the spine actually looks pretty good. It does. It does. I think Dane Lowry is um, is a great player. Look, Penrith picked him up as a junior, um, and and we're pretty intent on keeping him for a little while there. So. That goes to show the potential of Dane Laurie at fullback. I know, I know Adam can play fullback and he can play centre. He can play five eight. I actually think his best position is five eight. Uh, sorry, centre. I think um, five eight. Look, Adam. Adam will do. He's a good talker. He's a good leader. He's got a good bomb. Um, Brooksy. Yep. Yeah, he could. He could do a job at half back. He really could. But I think the most exciting thing about twenty twenty three for a lot of fans is is Appy, our new captain, Cappy. Cappy Appy. Cappy Yeah. Cappy Appy, yeah, that's it. So I think he's probably uh, the most exciting thing about this year for us. And I know, I don't know, did you did you see uh, what he said about the club at, um, after he'd been on a bender for a couple of days after the Panthers final? Did you hear what he said? No, what did he say? No, he said something along the lines of, um, you know, oh, the Penrith's been really great and, you know, it's been great to win a couple of finals. I'll go do the same thing with the Tigers. <clears throat> Absolutely. And the fans loved it. They lucked it up. And, every, and Tigers fans... They, of course, everyone jumps online and social media and goes, "Cut his contract! Cut his contract!" So don't, don't, please, please don't, don't do that. He, he, he's had a big night. Let the man just, just, just get away with this one thing. Yeah. So I think, I think Appy is, is a good signing. A lot of experience, three-time premiership winner, and look, he's probably going to be a good captain. I think. With the players that you've shipped out, uh, I'm thinking there's probably about what 12, 13 players that have been shipped out. Is there anybody left mm. at the club that you'd happily chuck in the back seat of the car and drive somewhere else? <laughs> um, look, I think to be honest, we had a lot of cleaning up to do at the end of last year, and I think some of those players uh, that needed to be cleaned up have have departed, which is great. I, look, as I said before, I probably would have kept Hastings, probably would have kept Garner, but. Uh, I think everyone at the club currently, um, they're doing really well. There's a couple of blokes who are injury prone, um, and, and I don't want to turf them, but you know, the likes of Tommy Talao, the likes of Sean Bloor, if they can keep injury free, I'd love to keep them long term. They're on single year deals. So, um, But look, as a Tigers fan, going through what we've gone through you know, since 2011, 
I think we've got to be pretty happy with the roster. You, ha- you have to be compared to what we've had in the past. All right, Nick. Where do you finish this season? One to seventeen. Um, look, <laughs> the only way is up from here <laughs> after a wooden spoon. Um, so look, I. I'd love it if we made the eight. And there's a couple of really hopeful people out there, journalists included, have said, oh, yeah, they could do that. They could make the eight. But that's, that's, that's my heart talking. If I listen to my head, I'm probably... I'd, I'd like to think we're just outside the eight. Um, but, look, that, that's with all cylinders firing. And, you know, Mr Clemmer's happy because when Mr Clemmer's happy, you don't get a great performance. Mr Bateman is firing and injury-free. Um, Isaiah Papali'i, uh, he, he's really got to be motivated and firing. But if we can get all our ducks in a row and maybe even pick up a couple of good signings for 2024, generate a bit of excitement, if Benji can generate a little bit of excitement, we could end up at about 9th or 10th. And, and look, the club, the club is mediocre at the moment and we've been that way for some time. But with these signings, with Sheens, with Benji, with Robbie, it shows... It shows the fans and it shows the players that we actually don't have to be mediocre. We don't have to be the also-ran. We can act, we, we, we've been great in the past and we look at Benji, Benji and Shanzi and Robbie and go, we've been great and we can be great again. But I don't know if that will equal a top eight finish for us this year yeah. as much as I'd like it to be. All right, Nick. Well, hey, listen, mate, I appreciate you giving us some of your uh, Valentine's evening, mate. Go well. Uh, enjoy the rest of it. Enjoy <laughs> breakfast on Saturday, and hopefully you get a, uh, a decent season out of your Tigers. Mate, I very much hope so, and I hope that uh, your club can see their way to just letting us have Mitchell Moses for 2024. <laughs> no chance. No chance. Go well.